Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you for this opportunity to come before your presence just to give you honor and praise and glory. We thank you for allowing us just to bow down before you, just to lift your name up once again, just to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for how you're going to do in our life today, Lord. Thank you for moving, God, for you are so good, so kind, and so merciful. And we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, God for being just our friend. We thank you, God, for having us in mind at the foundation of the beginning of the earth. And we thank you, God. We thank you for allowing Jesus, your son, to die on the cross, God, that you redeem us back to yourself. And we glorify you, God. We magnify your name. We lift you up, O God. We thank you for what you're doing in this earth, in this season right now, God. And we're asking you, God, that you don't do it without us, O God. Help us, God. Help us to be about our Father's business. Help us to be about the business of the kingdom of the gospel, O God. Because it is your gospel, God, that saves lives. It is the gospel of the kingdom that gives truth to man's life, O oh God, and gives direction, O oh God. And we thank you for that, Lord Jesus. We thank you for being so mindful. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for joy. We thank you for the peace that you give to us on six, O oh God. For you are everything to us. You are everything to us, O oh God. We thank you for how you're moving in the in the season, O oh God. We thank you for how you're touching every nation, how you're saving the leaders of the nation, O oh God. Save them, God. Find that bit of greed that comes against them right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for peace in Israel, O oh God. We thank you for Kim Jo-Yu who's missing right now, Lord. We thank you for saving him. We thank you for healing his body, God. We thank you for manifesting your stuff in his life, oh God. For just bringing him back to life, oh God. But restoring a new righteous spirit in him, oh God. A spirit that is about his people and not about himself, oh God. And we thank you for that, Lord Jesus. We thank you for saving Putin, O oh God, and the Russian people, O oh God. I bring them all before you, God, and I'm asking that you restore a right spirit in each and every one of them, O oh God. I thank you for what you're doing for Trump, O oh God, and his family. I thank you for saving them, and I thank you for allowing me to bring them before you, O oh God, 
and that you restore right spirit in them, O God. I just bind that spirit of greed and the spirit that's just not like you, O God, but restore a right spirit in them and bring them in righteousness with you, O God, a right standing with you. I thank you for what you're doing for all the leaders of the churches, O God, for every church that that is accountable before you, O God. I thank you for changing their hearts and their mindsets, O God. I thank you for bringing them in the right things with you, O God. And I thank you for leading, helping them to lead your people the way that you want them to be led, God. Not out of selfishness, not out of greed, O God. But just lead them the way that Christ would be, that would lead the church. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for what you're doing in our church, O God, and every church that's linked up to us, O God. We thank you for giving our apostle the leadership that you have for him, O God. We thank you for him being the man of God that he is, O God. We thank you that he gave his wife, God, to help us. We thank you for the first lady and the first family, O God. And we just ask him that you touch him and bless him. And bless them today like never before, God. And we thank you for each and every member of all churches, oh God, that you change our hearts, oh God, that you change our mindset, oh God, that we would be about our Father's business and that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached, oh God. And we thank you for that, Lord Jesus. We thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do, O God, and we just glorify you, God. Thank you for continuing to teach us, God. Teach us in your ways, O God, in every way that is easy for our mindset to obtain you, O God. O God, we thank you. We give you glory, God. We give you honor, God. It is all due you, God, because you're everything to us, O God. You are everything to us. And we just thank you, God. God, I thank you for every secretary, God, that works in the ministry of the church, oh God, because the burden is so heavy for them, oh God. And we thank you for blessing them. Even though we can't always say thank you to them, but God, I ask you that you just bless them right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for every first lady, God, that shares her husband with the ministry of God. We thank you for that, God. Give her the mindset and the heart, God, to let her know that we appreciate her too and we thank you. We thank you, Lord. And touch all the first family children, God, that share their their family members with the church of God. They don't know how they are really appreciated, but we appreciate them, God. And we thank you, God. We adore you, Jesus, because it's your plan, God, that we so desire to carry out. And we thank God for just being mindful of us, that you chose us, God, to do your will. Help us to stand, O oh God, when fiery, drop, when fiery trials come against us, O oh God. Help us to stand. Help us to stand, O oh God. Help us to be about our Father's business, oh God. And we thank you, Lord. God, we just thank you for what you're doing, for how you're healing the people, for how you're healing the land, oh God. 
for how you're turning things around. For that we see your hand in every area of our life. We thank you for healing. We thank you for deliverance of your people, oh God. We just thank you, God, because you're so good. You're so good to us. We thank you, God, for feeding the people, God, that are without food, oh God, all across the nation, oh God, for you have a plan, oh God. And I know that you said that the poor will be with us always, oh God, but move for them, oh God. Move for the poor. Find a plan for the homeless. Find a plan for the innocent people that are in jail, oh God. Find a plan for the people that are mentally ill, oh God. Send somebody with a plan, oh God. And we thank you, God. We thank you for being so, so, so mindful. We thank you because it's your plan, God that we want to execute in this life, oh God. And when this life is over, God, we want to be able to look up and hear you say, well done. Help us to be faithful in the things that you have given us. Help me to be faithful, God, in the ministry that you have for me to work in, oh God. God, change my heart. Change my mind. Make me what you have for me to be, oh God. And while you're doing that, God, I thank you for blessing each and every member of the church, of my church, oh God. I don't want to seem selfish, but bless my church, oh God, because your people in my church are great, oh God. And I thank you for them, God. I thank you for their good hearts. I thank you for their good minds. I thank you for them loving our apostle, oh God, and his family, God. I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, and I just give you praise and honor and glory, God, because there's just not enough words to be able to express just how good you really are. Oh, but I do adore you. I do magnify you. And I thank you for our apostle giving the word today that his word goes through the airway and that the power and the anointing that he works under God, that it will touch every heart and every mind. And it will prick the very ear bone that the blood will reach out and do just what it's supposed to do, O oh God, that it shall deliver those that need deliverance, that it shall heal those that need healing, that it shall set the captives free that needs to be set free, O oh God. For it's your blood that we're calling on this morning, God, because the blood still works. And I thank you for the blood, Lord Jesus. I thank you for that blood that's going to move in the airways, oh God. That blood that's going to stir somebody's heart, oh God. That blood that's going to stir somebody's mind and renew the right spirit that is within them, God. Purge us, God. Make us whole, God. Make us worthy and be, and be able to once be able to go out and do your will and your way, oh God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we just give you the glory and the honor that is due you, God. Oh, hallelujah. You are so mindful. You are so mindful. Thank you for what you're doing for the health care system, oh God. Thank you for getting those supplies into the hands of the doctors and the nurses and the nursing assistants and all those that work in the health care, God, all the way down to the janitor, God. 
Give them the supplies that they need, oh God. Turn the minds around of the people, God, that don't want to wear the mask or feel that it's a conspiracy, oh God. Oh God, touch the people's very hearts and very minds, oh God. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the good report that we hear, God. For you said in your word, whose report shall we believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. And we thank you for all the good reports that we're hearing, oh God. For all the healing that's taking place all over the country, oh God. And we thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I'm I'm just asking for another special prayer for the North Korea captain or leader or whoever he is, oh God, new or ooh, or whatever his name is, God, heal his body. Heal his body, oh God. Move for him, God. Move like never before, oh God. Restore his right spirit within him, oh God. When he comes back into view again, God, let him see a difference in him, God. Let him be the man that stands up, oh God, and shows a difference to his country. That shows a difference to the world that God has touched him in his life, oh God. Oh, it's not too hard for you to do, God. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too hard for you. Thank you for keeping finances in the hands of your people, oh God. Thank you for keeping food in the mouths of your people, God, that need food, oh God. Oh, and we glorify you, God. We magnify your name, oh God. We just need to that there's none like you, God. There's none like you in all the years, oh God. We thank you for the very first thing, oh God. We thank you for the seed that waves, oh God. That sends out praise just because of the wind that waves. We thank you for that, God. We thank you for the little things, oh God, that mount up to big things, oh God. And we bless every person that has to go to work today, oh God, that they keep their minds steadfast on you, that they have a blessed day in you, oh God. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Oh, we glorify you, God. Oh, you are so awesome. In all your ways, oh God, we thank you for being so mindful of everything in our lives. Oh, we adore you, Lord. We adore you, Jesus. You alone are awesome. You alone are worthy. You alone are our friends. And we thank you for being our friend, oh God. We just thank you. Thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you. Well, God bless you. Well, God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, this is another day that we've never seen before. Another day we'll never see this one again. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. I want to bless you the word of God, but I want to pick up at the throne of grace, Father, the holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is again I come to thank you for being my God, being our Father, and leading and guiding us. Thank you, Lord, for forgiveness of all of our sins and transgression, 
and iniquity. Cover us in your blood. Wash us in your blood. Sanctify us in your blood. Fill my mouth with your blood, God, that I'll speak life, health, strength, power, and deliverance unto thy people, O God. Anoint our ears with thy blood to hear clearly, and our hearts, God, with your blood, that we'll be sanctioned and sanctify you in our heart. Now, God, we give you thanks and praise and honor and glory in the wonderful and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, O oh God. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted amen and amen. Hey, good morning. It's another day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. I'm praying for you and all of you all that are hurting and the bereaved family at this time. We'll talk about that later. Hey, that's a word from the Lord I want to share with you from the book of Job. And uh, it's a very powerful theological message that God placed in my heart. I want you to understand the will of God is more than what you and I can accomplish on our own without the power and the help of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is our paraclete. We have to learn to depend and aid upon him, even with the scriptures, as we read the Holy Writ of God. Because when you read the Word of God, it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to reveal it to us the way God wants us to know it. That's why the Word of God has to be illuminated by the power of the Spirit of God and then revelated to us. And as we receive it, we'll walk in the power that God has given to us. Listen to what the Word of the Lord says. I want to skip a couple of verses, and I'm going to pick up a few. And just, we're just going to share what God has placed in my heart for you because it is a privilege to listen. Listen to what it says in chapter 1, verse number 1. There was a man, true story, in the land of Ah, whose name was Job. And that man, and that man was perfect and upright, one that feared God and eschewed evil and ensue evil. I want you to walk with me. Pick up verse number nine. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doest Job fear God for nothing? Hast thou made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he has or about all that he has on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. Verse 11. But put forth thy hand now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse thee to thy face. I want to talk to you from one of the strongest attributes that we have in the body of Christ, which is given to us by a sovereign God. Message is entitled, Struggling to Forgive God. Struggling to Forgive God. In the book of Genesis, in chapter 32, we find a story about a young man by the name of Jacob who wrestled with God. They called him the angel of the Lord that was wrestling with him. But it was actually the Lord himself came to wrestle with Jacob. He was under distress. Now, it sounds ludicrous 
say, forgive God. God is sovereign. He's all-knowing. He's all-doing. He's all-powerful. So when we say forgive, we think naturally that we have to be talking to someone or somebody that's less powerful than God. But through my years of pastoring, through my years of walking with God, I realize that a lot of people are carrying a lot of hurt and anger against God. Many feel like maybe it's blaspheming to be angry with God or to admit that they're angry with God. When my brothers and sisters sin against me, I can go to God and beg on God's mercy to help me to forgive them that have wronged me. The Bible gives me strength to know that God is all-powerful. In all of his dealing, he's right. What brings me to the point of struggling to forgive God is this man called Job. And I want you for a moment to stand with me and hear the heart of Job like some of you all. It's a difference in saying, Pastor, I'm angry. I'm just hurt. And saying to me, I need to forgive God. When we're hurt, we look for someone to blame. We've been robbed, we look to blame some thief. When we lose a job, we look to blame the employers. When we go through a divorce, we blame our ex or ourselves. But who do we blame when sickness comes? Floods and great storms, tear apart homes, families are being destroyed. When famine hits and leaves, one-third of mothers holding their dead children in their arms. When a person has been abused by some step-parents, a child has been molested by a family member or raped, who do we blame? And who do we want to really point our finger at? Forgiveness is an action, a process, given or being forgiven. Well, God, I'm angry with you. You're the one I need to forgive. Here's Job, the richest man in all of the land of us. He fears God. It's perfect. Walk upright with God. Ensure evil, run away from it, he turns from it. He has a possession of wealth, 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 
a thousand oxen, five hundred she asses. All of this Job possessed. He make offering unto God to sanctify his children. Trying to do the right thing. Then there is a conversation about Job, God and Satan. God brags on him. Then there come a day all of the servants of Job are supplying the camels are out there. The asses out there. All of a sudden the Sabine fall on. These were the Egyptian soldiers that came and attacked. Killed a thousand of his oxen. Five thousand, five hundred of his she-asses. Don't bother me, Tuttle. Job's heart is hurting. Job is in the plex. He's despaired. We've been taught and trained. You cannot get angry with God, but let me help you, beloved. Many of you all under the sound of my voice, that's been your problem. You can't get blessed. You can't go forward. You can't go backwards. You're stuck because the truth of the matter is you've been angry with God. And you're mad at him and you won't forgive him because you feel like whatever you've gone through, you didn't deserve it. All of us feel like we are daddy's favorite. We don't deserve this. When these trials come to us, and all our tribulations, for time's sake, Mary and Martha had problems, especially Martha. She was angry with God. That's why she talked so bitterly toward Jesus. If you had been here, my brother had not died. Many of us have been carrying that in our hearts. Your wife, through all of his trials, she could not handle it. She tells Joe, just curse him and die. Curse God and die. In that second chapter, verse 9, curse God and die. You're still holding on to your integrity. The problem she had was she was angry with God. She needed to forgive God because when we don't understand the plan of God, we struggle to have to forgive God. When a loved one is taken from us, when children are taken from us, when anything that we hold possess of has left us, we're angry inside, we're hurting, but there is unforgiveness in our heart against God. Joe held on to his integrity. You know the story. For 40 chapters, Joe struggled. And then when his loose-lipped friends, three of them came to him, he saw they were coming to comfort him, yet they came to put him down. That entailed more anger in his heart and made him didn't want to forgive God. I'm talking to somebody that's been struggling for years 
You've been stuck because you've been struggling with unforgiveness toward God. Yes, beloved, there was a time even in my life I got angry with God. Didn't want to forgive him because I was so hurt. Seemed like you should not do me this way, God. But our God is sovereign. Who do you go to when you have to forgive God? You have to turn to him and confess to him, I've been angry with you, Lord, because I feel like I deserve something more. I feel like I should be farther advanced in life. I feel like I should not have to go through these kinds of things. But I stop by to tell you, beloved, the day that you tell God that you, Lavero has been angry and have unforgiveness in your heart against him, you're going to see a move of God in your life like you've never seen it before. Let me help you with something. God already knows you've been carrying unforgiveness toward him. He was angry for all the trials you've ever gone through. You feel like you don't deserve it. See, what God said, he has no respectable person. We all suffer. And we all have our tailor-made trials. My trials may not be yours, but it brings me to my knees. Your child may not be mine, but it will bring you to your knees. Life is a struggle. But we must not become bitter and hold unforgiveness toward God. But it is human to have unforgiveness toward God because we don't understand his attributes. We don't understand the power of his sovereignty. We don't understand his plan or his will. So we are carrying unforgiveness in our hearts against God. Feel the pain of Job's wife. Lost seven sons, three daughters. All of our wealth is gone in one day. Everything that I had is gone, and you telling me to worship God? That's the picture. Yes. How can I when I have unforgiveness in my heart against him? But the story is not over, Joe. You that I'm talking to under the sound of it's not over. Pain, the agonies you've gone through. There is unforgiveness in your heart against God. Nobody who's religious want to admit it. Because they think they're too religious to say, I have unforgiveness against God. Clearly, everybody who's powerful in the spirit of God can deserve. There's a problem. And it's against God. When you make that confession to God, beloved, next two chapters of Job's life, 
come to a place of victory like never before. We've all at one time or another carried the burden of struggling with God and not forgiving him. Unforgiveness brings resentment. Many of us have struggled with our prayer life because we have resentment against God. Say, but don't say that, preacher, because I don't have heart. Check the roots of your heart. When you ask God to forgive you for being angry toward him, Oh, forgive me, God, for struggling to forgive you because I didn't understand. You see the hand of God come upon your life. Jacob had a wrestle all night. But daybreak will come. And when daybreak approached, Jacob said, man, what's your name? We're not telling him. He said, it's a secret. The Hebrew word, palah, secret, means wonderful. That's why you use Isaiah 6 and 9, 9 and 6, for he is wonderful. That's who was wrestling with him. Why are you struggling to forgive God? Because what I received in my life, Apostle, feel like I deserve much more. And you do. But you're at the crossroad and you've been struggling with God to forgive him because life took a detour. Had a baby too young, not a wedlock. Somebody abused me and raped me. Why did God allow this to happen to me? Why did I lose that job? Why did I lose my husband or my wife? Why, God? You've been carrying unforgiveness in your heart against God. Now I want you to come to your mirror today and be honest with yourself and tell God the truth, which you already know. And I promise you, beloved, Life will change. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. One of our own lost us sibling, uh, Bishop uh, Quentin, lost his sister, and we're praying for you, Bishop and Sister Romina. We love you all. God bless you. And whatever we can do as a body, we want you to know that we're there. We're going to be praying for you. We're going to be trying to participate as much as we can in the social distance to help out. I want you to know, man of God, woman of God, we love you, and I'm praying for you that God strengthen your heart and keep you in this way. Let me talk to God on the behalf of all of you. Oh, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. God, even I at a time was angry with you, and I had unforgiveness in my heart toward you. I had to face that, God. But when I asked you to forgive me for being mad and angry with you, God, you you showered me with your hand and your presence. Now, God, strengthen your people. I bless them today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Cause their path to be straight. 
cause their lives to be blessed in Jesus' wonderful name. Hey, but love this is your apostle Keith Brooks, and I'm out. I want you to have a blessed day. Love one another. Keep praying for us. I'm praying for you. Stay safe. God bless you. Have a blessed day. I'm out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.